think when we talk about vertical marriage, it's about God guiding us, leading us. And I know there's so many people that think, my husband's not there. Like, my husband's not going to get on his knees, and my husband's not going to go to the point where Dave went. Like, I'm in this alone. And I would say, it's okay to be in there alone because you're not alone. God is with you. And so when you put your eyes on him, you're not looking over here to see what he's doing, even though you want to do that. Like, that's everything, and you're like, he's not doing it. And I think the thing that I've learned is I can do this no matter what Dave is doing. I can keep my eyes on him. He's always there. He wants to talk to me every single day. Like, I feel desperate to be in God's word because it's giving me hope and answers. And it's full of that. I need friends that walk beside me that are encouraging me. Not the friends that say, why did you marry him? I told you not to marry him. But the friends that say, let's see what God has for you and what kind of wife he wants you to be. And let's see what it looks like to love Dave and respect him the way God wants. And I'm not talking about you just do whatever he says. If he's taking you away from God in terms of of if he's hurting you, if he's abusing you. I'm not saying that you stay in that situation and just look the other way. Because sometimes we need to get out in order to get help. And I'm not saying to divorce, but I'm saying we need to get help. Somebody helping us and protecting us. What we've discovered about going vertical... Vertical Marriage, the book is all then what happened after. Mm. And it's, it's really, it's, it's in some ways profound and yet simple. It's like what, what we do is we try to find life from her or from him. We all do this. It's natural to the human DNA. I'm going to find life from my job or an amount of money or a certain pleasure. And then we do it in romance uh, from a person we date. Just watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Actually, don't watch it, but if if you ever do, you're like, oh my gosh, they think this person, when they find the right one, is going to bring them everything they're looking for, and we just take that one concept. We have a phrase for it. Find the one. He's the one. Mm -hmm. She's the two. He's the two. And if you get those out of order, you'll be disappointed, and that's the thing that happens, I think, to so many couples, is when they do find the one and get married, and we all know this, six months in, six hours in, six years in, you're like oh my gosh, I'm not as happy as I thought this person would bring me. My marriage isn't. So we, we did the same thing. Well, I probably got the wrong one. No, nope, you're looking in the wrong place. The secret is look up. That's what vertical means. And so, I mean, it, it sounds like a pat answer. It is mm, so much yeah. deeper than that because when you really discover what a relationship with Christ really is, not just reading the Bible or going to church. No, no, you know him. Mm. He knows you. You know, you understand his grace and that he lavishes upon us, and there's a real dynamic relationship. And again, I'm not saying it's not hard and it doesn't go up and down. I'm not like walking around every day like, I'm happy in Jesus, you know. There's, but, but when you really have an intimate walk with God, what happens is this. This is what vertical marriage changes. Before, we try to get life or happiness from another person, from our spouse. Now we've got it. We found it. The only source of living water is Jesus, and we're thirsty, Right? We've discovered, oh my gosh, we found it. She'll never be able to fill me up. I'll never be able to fill her up. I found the source of life. So what happens? Now I come back to my marriage, not as a taker, almost like a leech. You know, I gotta, you've got to meet my needs and bring me the happiness I thought you would bring. I've got it. I don't need you to do that. I've found happiness. So what do I come back? I come back as a giver. Well, I love it. Changes this. everything. I'm now serving and loving and she's... It's like, oh my, and again, it isn't easy and perfect. It's yeah. a real struggle even daily, but it changes the whole dynamics. Like, I do not need you to fill me up. I've been filled up, 
and I can serve you and love you. And by the way, when you serve and love your spouse, it makes them want to reciprocate. Well, it reminds me of this quote that I heard by a pastor. He said, your spouse should be able to know how much God loves them by the way you treat them. Now, now that is like really hard. But that, when I first heard that, I thought, what? I remember them saying, like, your spouse may not even go to church. They may not even know God. But your spouse should know what God feels about them by the way you treat them. And I got to tell you, this woman does that. I sure didn't for a long time, I'll tell you that. I mean, yeah, it wasn't that way. There's a chapter in the the book called All I Hear Is Boo. (laughs) And it was a story of one day when we were speaking. Actually, they asked Ann to speak to a Mothers of Preschoolers group. And they said, hey, bring Dave. Is he available? It'd be good to hear Ann's perspective. So we go there. She's like, what are you going to say? I don't know. I'm just here to be color commentary. So I get up and start riffing uh, during this little talk to the women. Because it's all women in the room. They're all young moms. And I tell this story, and I never said this out loud before, and we never talked about this. But I just basically stood up and said, you know, uh, women, I don't know if you know this, but, but men are wired this way. When we're little boys, we have somebody cheering for us. You know, it's our mom or our dad or maybe a teacher, or if you find out what you're good at, a coach or something, is cheering for you. And so we hear somebody just applauding. You're the man. Good job. And I played college football, so I said on Saturdays there's thousands of people saying, you're the man. And then I meet Anne, and we start dating, and we started to get married. So basically she's saying to me, of all the men in the world, I choose you, Dave Wilson, to be my husband. So it's all like, yeah, it's all the time, right? And I'm hearing him. Like, I have never heard him share any of this as he's talking to these women. I'm like, whoa, this is good. I've never heard any of this. And I'm thinking, this is coming out well. I've never yeah. said it quite like this. And then I said, so then we get married. And after a few years of married, we walk in the door, and all we hear is, Boo! Boo! And I look over at Ann, and she's just shocked. I am like, what are you talking about? And he looks at me like, oh, no. So it was one of those long drive homes, you know. So we get in the car on the way home. I'm like, what was that? And he goes, I don't know. It just all came out. And I said, so you feel like I boo you? And then I, I get all animated, like, I am helping you. Like, nobody sees you, Dave Wilson. I see all the weaknesses, and I am helping you by pointing them out and critiquing them. That's getting you better. And I remember saying, <laughs> you know, I'm driving now, and I remember saying, it just doesn't feel like help. I, I remember saying on the drive home, I said this, I know you love me. I don't think you like me. You're always complaining. You're like, you don't do this enough. You don't lead the boys spiritually the way you should leave them, lead them. Uh, and there were things I should do, things I shouldn't do. It just felt like, and again, I, she'd never booed me, tech, you know, literally, but it felt like everywhere I was going in my life, people were applauding me. You're a good preacher. You're a good pastor. You're a good chaplain. I come home. You don't do this. You don't do that. It just felt like boo to me. And so I go home. I'm so upset. I go right upstairs, and I'm talking to God about this. Like, God, are you hearing this? I do not boo him. Do you think I boo him? All I heard in my mind was, you need to cheer him. And here's what I said to God, because God wants an open relationship where we dialogue and we tell him the truth of what we feel. And so I said, but God, if I cheer him, he'll think I'm happy. And then he'll, it'll enable him to not do it, it'll, it will enable him to not do better. He'll think I'm satisfied. And I felt like God was saying, I want you to learn to cheer him and your three sons. Because I was pointing out everyone's weaknesses, thinking that would motivate them to be better. And I'm telling you, it doesn't work. It just makes them pull away. And so I went on this quest of learning what that looks like, to cheer for my men, to, to really speak life into them. Even when I feel like... 
there's not a life there's not a lot of life there like oh what I heard I had this one woman come up and she said there's nothing to cheer <laughs> if you knew my husband you would say the same thing there's nothing in him that's good and I said but God's always cheering for him he's always cheering for each of us because he loves us and he's like look at them look at them because he sees the greatness in us and so it's our job to pull out the greatness in each other in our kids in our spouse in our friends because the world is always tearing them down we have an accuser, the enemy of our soul, Satan, who, who heaps on accusations, lies, condemnation, fear, guilt, and shame. We wear it. And so to be in our homes and to be life speakers, that became a passion of mine, which I am not. I'm pretty feisty. And so can it's you, not can easy. Can you tell? <laughs> it's not easy to go there all the time. But I want to use that feistiness and fire to speak life and to battle for my family. And, and all I can say is she didn't change overnight, but over time, she is, I'm not kidding, my biggest cheerleader. She cheers me, speaks life daily. I watched her do it with our sons who are all now married and grandkids, but it was amazing, and it made me want to come home. Men rush to respect. That's what respect is, cheering for affirmation. And it just made me want to come home. And, I mean, I feel like I'm married to the greatest woman ever. Ah, that's so nice. I mean, it's really true. It really <laughs> is. And so it makes me want to love and cherish her the way she deserves. We say in the book, every man wants to be cheered. Every woman wants to be cherished. I mean, we've learned a ton about that over the years. But I tell you what. I think an application for a spouse could be, I remember, like Dave and I, now, since our 10-year anniversary, we try to pray together every day. There's an intimacy that bonds our souls together. Going vertical yeah. together. Yeah. And so I remember there were times that I would think, well, he's not praying, but I'm not going to pray. He's supposed to lead me in prayer. You know, <laughs> just this attitude. And then, then neither of us would pray. He would fall asleep feeling fine, and I'd feel, like, disgruntled. So I remember saying to some wives, and I've done this with Dave, and he's done it with me, where I'll just put my hand on him before we're going to bed and say, God, thank you for my husband. Thank you that he's a good man. Thank you that, and I'll go on. And that's why I tell wives sometimes, your husband may, may never pray out loud. You have no control of that. But you can put your hand on him and say, Lord, thank you for my husband. Help us. And it could be as simple as that. And God rushes to those prayers. Yep. He wants to help us. God is love, and love comes from God. In 1 John, the Bible tells us that God is not only all-loving, but that He actually is love itself. The heart of the Parent Compass television show is to bring the transforming love of God to families everywhere. In every Parent Compass episode, true stories reveal family struggles and how their lives were radically changed by the love of God. Parent Compass, an award-winning television series, is completely funded by people like you. If you have been touched by God and you want to share God's love to others, would you please pass it on? Jesus tells us to go into all the world and to tell about Him. With your donation, you allow us to take this television show into many different nations and in many different languages, free of charge. And a portion of your donation goes to Parent Compass Outreach to Feed Starving Children. Your gift does so much. To make your tax-deductible gift, go to parentcompass.tv forward slash donate. That's parentcompass.tv forward slash donate. And thank you for sending love and hope around the world.